Welcome <laughs> to the Broncos Binge Podcast. A podcast for those who bleed orange and blue. This one's for John. Produced locally in Denver, Colorado. Now, here's your hosts, Rachel Strand and Dalton Coble. Hello, Broncos country, and welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast, the Denver Broncos podcast made by fans for fans. I am your host, Rachel Strand, and I'm also here with my co-host, Dalton Coble. If you missed it, the Broncos made history last week. They suffered the most embarrassing loss in franchise history. They lost 70-20 to to the Dolphins. Yes, I said 70. Scoring anywhere above slash near 45 points in the NFL is considered to be a blowout. But 70? Are you freaking kidding me? That is absolutely unacceptable. Thankfully, it's been a few days since the game, so my rage has somewhat simmered. But holy cow, am I embarrassed. So honestly, there isn't much news, so we're going to dive right into this train wreck. So Dalton, our podcast took last week off as my sister got married this past Sunday. Congratulations to Lauren and Nathan. But it was such a fun day and kind of a great distraction from the utter despair I would have felt watching the Broncos game live. And I remember getting an ESPN score update when I was getting in my bridesmaids dress and my jaw literally hit the floor. I had absolutely no words. I'll be real. I turned off the game at 52. That's staying a while. Around the 50s. And to get the final score on my phone on Instagram, after laying in the bed, I was like, dang. No, you stayed longer than I would have, honestly. That's that's crazy. I had so many phone notifications, like (laughs) people text, people texting me, people, people being like, are you okay? Are you, are you, are you physically okay? Not at all, but thanks. (laughs) And I went, I, I went to work and everybody looked at me and they were like, what, what, what? And I was like, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Yeah, everybody at the wedding kept asking me, and I'm like, you know what, Don't I'm taking a sabbatical. Don't talk to me. I'm not talking about them right now. Let's talk about the wedding and how awesome it is. I just, I cannot, I'm not talking about that right now. <laughs> but um, the NFL record for most yards given up in a game was allowed by the Lions defense in 1990, and they had given up 676 yards. Well, Dalton, the Broncos shattered that 32-year record last Sunday by allowing 735 yards. Like, do you understand how bad that is? Literally the worst defensive performance in 30-plus years. And somehow, some way, Vance Joseph is still employed. How? I honestly don't know. There's a line that definitely needs to be drawn. And that, that was a line. I don't, know how that fi- I don't know how it. that phys- I don't know how that physically happens. I I really don't know how that happens. I don't know how you yeah. allow a team to go 70 points for 735 yards. They didn't even stop him. Did they stop him? La- Tua's first incomplete pass came halfway through the third quarter. Oh my god. <laughs> That's and now everybody thinks now everybody thinks Patrick Sertan is burnt toast because he was on the field all day. No, he had no help. And also Vance Joseph wasn't putting him in the best spots to succeed. Yeah. You know what? I could do like a 
40-hour TED Talk on why Vance Joseph needs to be no longer in a Broncos uniform because I I was upset. They had a good practice. They had, oh. they had a good practice. <laughs> sure, a, yeah. Did you see that Sean Payne said that? Sean Payne said that. Of course. But, like, I was upset, like, super upset the day they rehired Vance Joseph because I still had that sour taste in my mouth from when he was a head, our head coach. Well, lo and behold, it didn't work out like most of us Broncos fans were worried about. And that bad of a defensive performance should have just been, like, instant grounds for firing, like fired and not even allowed on the team plane heading home. I can't wrap my head around it. I don't I understand it. Like, it's this literally the worst loss in Broncos franchise history, and arguably, if not one of, like, the worst losses among any NFL team. We didn't even lose that many players on the defensive side of the ball from last year, and we were, like, a top 10 unit last year. Exactly. Like, it's not like he's working. Sure, like, if you take a deep dive on the roster, there might be some personnel issues that might come back to bite George Payton. But, like, the defense is pretty much relatively the same from last season. So how Vance Joseph installed his new defense and just butchered it that badly is just mind-blowing to me like and it makes me jealous that we never really pursued rex ryan like harder because he's been talking smack on that show i think he's on like get up on espn or something like that and he's saying that he literally has said that that should have been my job i would be doing a better job i mean i mean i would guarantee that he probably would be doing a much better job so dalton there are very very few positives from this game one of those being marvin mims jr running back a kickoff 99 yards for a touch down but sadly that was overshadowed by the turnout of the game and like also the offense has kind of shown improvement but people are still trying to blame Wilson for everything but like in comparison I don't even to last think he got that me I don't even think he got that many reps hold on hold on yeah but like in comparison to last season he's performing pretty well I mean last year's season was pretty bad so like uh, I remember looking up the stats like he's kind of doing a little bit sort of the same as Pat Mahomes right now because the Chiefs haven't exactly gotten off to the hottest start this season. Maybe it's the Taylor Swift curse. That'd be super awesome. (laughs) However, with Wilson's success, it's all in the first half. He falls off completely in the second half. Yeah. It's It's like watching a completely different quarterback. Yeah, it's like... I don't know if like the play calling gets conservative because if you look back at the Commanders game, we came flying out of the gates, and if we would have put our kept our foot on the gas like that, it was an it would have been an easy win. But for I don't know if it was just him getting in his own head, or if we decided to go like conservative with the play calling. I'm not entirely sure what happened, but um, second half Broncos are a little scary, so. <laughs> So, in summary, honestly, Dalton and I are very depressed over that game. We're going to try our hardest to, you know, not not remember it. But, unfortunately, we do have to move on to this upcoming preview of the Broncos and Bears game. Battle of 0-3 and 0-3. Literally, battle between the two worst teams in the league, honestly. Um, it's going to be 
going to be an interesting matchup. Like, Dalton, you remember when I said, like, we that we absolutely could not lose against the Commanders, and then we did? Well, like, this game is way deeper than that. Like, the Bears, like I said, are arguably the worst team in the NFL. Like, yes, worse than us. Like, we're at 31, and the Bears are at 32. And we cannot, I repeat, cannot lose this game. Like, there is still a chance to somewhat salvage the season if we can get this win, but losing this game would cement the Broncos as literally the worst team in the NFL, which, like, even saying that just makes me feel super nauseous. I honestly see that if we don't win this game, we could very likely go winless. And that is scary to me because, you know... Only like what it's two yeah the two teams the Lions two thousand eight Lions and I think the twenty sixteen seventeen or something Browns yeah that two teams in like the hundred plus year 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 history of the NFL and we would be one of the not the three that is absolutely terrifying like we can't do that I don't even want to go like one in fifteen or something like that I know there's more I think there's yeah there's isn't there yeah there's more than 16 games regardless i want to win some games like just not going winless on a season i may have to be checked into like a care facility i don't think i'd be able to get through that the only team other team that's just as bad and dysfunctional on our on our schedule is probably the jets uh, and they're it, that's just the quarterback there that's dysfunctional hey maybe we'll get it figured out by then who knows or maybe uh, we'll maybe. fire Vance Joseph and then we'll figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> um, so regarding this upcoming game, it's kind of the battle for the worst, which means also first in the NFL draft. And um, Caleb Williams from USC is probably is arguably like the de facto number one pick in this upcoming NFL draft. And, there's been a lot of uh, like comments about the Broncos just tanking for Caleb Williams. And I, I'm sorry, I may be in the minority on this opinion here, but I'm not a fan of tanking. Like, we've had little to no success drafting and developing a quarterback. So, like, knowing that, we would probably butcher Caleb Williams' career low-key, like what the Bears are doing with Justin Fields. Plus, Caleb Williams can't stop our defense from allowing 70 points. So honestly, as much as it would be fun to have Caleb Williams as a as our quarterback, but I mean, we'd still be eating a huge chunk of Russell Wilson's contract unless we're able to find a trade partner. And because of that contract, we can't get some like key players to help with the position and depth issues. Like we're our future I'm argue, looks, no. Yeah, our future blah. looks slightly bleak. No, blah. and I'm scared. No, blah. No. Oh yeah. I'm gonna argue with you on this. Caleb Williams is definitely a generational quarterback here. It's not developing Drew Locke, Paxton Lynch, or yeah, any that's it. That's the two quarterbacks we try to develop. And of course neither of them worked. Neither of them had the ceiling that Caleb Williams did. True. Caleb Williams has a crazy ceiling. Like, you know how dysfunctional the Bengals were? And Joe Burrow kind of slid in and kind of like... It didn't just turn around instantaneously. However, it did like... It changes the culture. This whole team True. might need to just be blown apart. And just reset. 
True. And the thing is, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. So no arguing here, but like, it would be fun to have Caleb Williams on our team. But like, I mean, also side note, the Bengals are kind of struggling right now. Maybe it's because Joe Burrow is hurt, whatever. Um, I don't know. The fact, the fact that you say like blow the whole team apart, honestly, is super depressing as well, because we've got some young guys that I think would be super nice to build around. And it really, really hurt me to see Pat Sertan's dad tweeting about how his son deserved better. And maybe there's grumblings of him wanting out. I mean, I've seen so many articles from other teams' fan pages about trying to trade for Pat Sertan. And I'm like, no, he's he's ours. Like, I want a Champ Bailey part two. Like, I mean, think of how many terrible years Champ Bailey had to endure, poor guy. But, um, like, I really would really prefer to keep Pat Sertan. Like, I want this team to get good soon so we just, we don't, we don't start losing all these key players. It might not be blowing away, like, that would be one, like, there are two players on my roster right now that I would keep before blowing it apart. Okay, who's the other one? Him and Marvin Mims. That that's Hold it. That. I think, I think, I think you could literally send anybody elsewhere. Yikes! Uh, well, that's... that's really sad to say, but we could get we're gonna we could go have a whole discussion about my ideas for trades and then yeah. trading up and getting the first overall pick and having Caleb Williams or and then if we have that trading back into the first. And pairing him with Marvin Harrison Jr. Thing is, Marvin Harrison Jr. might be snagged up like top five, top ten. Like because if they're like, I mean, ooh, like look what Jeff we saw Houston Jefferson do that recently, didn't we? We saw Houston pick C.J. Stroud and then pick right next, and then trade right back up to the next pick and grab a defensive player. I think. But did they just like mortgage their future or something to get there? I, I'm not entirely sure what the pick they they might have was. a little bit, but like they had like it's more. You mortgaging, like, your future year. for cheap contracts and not a washed QB. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> Anyways. Because um, I, Russell might be good, but I don't know. We're just we're just not winning right now. And something has to be done. It might have to be blown up. Because, I mean, I so far it does look like Sean Payton is really like, trying to get the best out of Russell Wilson, and he is looking better. Like, you can't deny that, but I just think that we have so many other problems around us that it's going to be really hard for Russell Wilson to completely succeed and, like, have us see, like, prime Russell Wilson. I mean, yes, the season's still young and things could turn around, but, you know, when when your freaking defense gives up 70 points within in the third week, you get a little nervous. I'll be real. You could easily trade Jerry Judy for a third and maybe another third or a third and a fourth or a third and a second or Cortland for a third. You could trade Justin Simmons for a second, probably Garrett Bowles for a second, You just Javante Williams for a second, and then could grab uh-huh. all of these early high picks and use them for something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, the Broncos' future is definitely interesting. 
Yeah, there's going to be a lot of a lot of turmoil, and I don't know if this roster will look the same next year. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you fans for sticking through and sticking with us on the podcast, though. Okay, so heading into our bold predictions. Um, yeah, I mean, with how this team has looked after three weeks, it's hard to give any like positive predictions. But I've got like three kind of brief ones that are kind of generic, not necessarily bold, and could easily hit. So uh, I say Marvin Mims Jr. continues to be electric. Um, Jerry Judy pops off against the Bears defense. And... Knock on wood here, the Broncos get the win. What about you, Dalton? I like how I like how our bold predictions are <laughs> we get the win, and that still hasn't happened yet. <laughs> We've literally said I'm that gonna, for three weeks. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm just gonna agree with you and say Marvin Mims continues his excellent rookie season. Marvin Mims, more like Marvin Hims. We are so delusional right now. Like Dalton's not even laughing. We're just we're so done. I we're so out of it. I, it's so it's painful. It's really <laughs> painful. It's this is a, this is a really bad football team. This is this is really bad. Yeah, this is more. Our podcast is just going to turn into a therapy session every week. That's honestly, no, no, because we're we're gonna our podcast is going to formulate around which player will we pick number one overall. Let's analyze Caleb Williams this episode. Let's analyze Marvin Harrison next episode. Let's analyze, I don't know, the rest of the players. I mean, hell, the longer, the the later we get in the season, that's probably what it's going to look like, um, is us just analyzing who we can get in the first round. So, um, yeah, I guess (laughs) let's go Broncos. I hope they get the win this week. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Broncos Binge Podcast. The Broncos Binge Podcast will be released weekly on Fridays, and we hope you'll tune in for future episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions on sections of the podcast you'd like to see us add, let us know. Thank you for sticking with us, Broncos country, through another bumpy season. Also, I have a new Twitter handle, that being at Mile High Rachel. And also make sure to follow Dalton who is at NFL Dalton. Once again, I am your host, Rachel Strand. And I am Dalton Coble. Thanks for listening and go Broncos.